You are listening to Her Guided Evolution, a weekly podcast created to help Black mothers be consistent with their self-care and take daily action toward well-being. I'm your host, Shanice Jones-Cameron, a mom of three, wife, and PhD student. I created the show to connect you with tools and resources to help you commit to a healthier lifestyle, manage stress, and prioritize your personal growth. Now, let's start the show. Hey, welcome back to episode five of Her Guided Evolution. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about exercise and how to work out consistently as a mom. And for today's show notes, you can head over to herguidedevolution.com forward slash exercise consistently. I have a thin kind of like slash athletic body type I have all my life. So a lot of people look at me and just assume that I like working out and that I work out all the time and that's just my way of life. I want to preface this entire episode with that is not the case. (laughs) Most of the time, I just don't feel like working out. I have historically kind of seen myself as someone who hates working out. I spent my 20s like exercising consistently in spurts. So I would go months, sometimes years without exercising consistently. I'm not really a big fan of sweating. So if you're someone who thinks like, okay, I need to work out more, but for some reason I just can't follow through. I just want to say like, girl, I get it. Like that has been me for most of my life. And I know how hard it is to stay motivated. I know like the vicious cycle of saying you're going to do better, being well-intended. And then when it's time to exercise, you just don't follow through for some reason. And I know it could be like frustrating and demoralizing and it can really cause you to lose confidence in like yourself and your ability to like follow through on what you intend on doing. And having kids, I will say, is a very good excuse and sometimes a very valid excuse for not working out because moms, we have a lot to do. Like our energy is going in so many different places every day. And the last thing that most of us want to do is some jumping jacks when we finally have a minute to like sit down somewhere. So I just want to say like, I get that. However, I do just want to point out that it is possible like to break out of this vicious cycle and change this because I am proof of that. So right now I exercise about five days a week and then I'll have like two off days where I'll do something like go for a walk or that'll be a day where I'm making sure that I'm doing my yoga poses. So now I'm pretty active. I do long distance running And since I'm not training for anything, like I'm not training for like a half marathon or a marathon right now, I run about 15 to 30 miles a week. And I trained for my first half marathon at the end of 2019 up until like the beginning, like March of 2020. And so like I said, I do yoga poses as well, like three or four days a week. And I just started strength training, which is kind of strange to me because I always saw myself as someone who did not like lifting weights. I wasn't interested in that, but I also have just kind of come across some new information that strength training and lifting weights is kind of necessary when you're doing long distance running to kind of like support and sustain your body. So I've been adding that into my workouts as well. And so in this episode, I want to give you some tips that have helped me. And these suggestions have helped me just kind of evolve from a person who hates working out and exercising to a person that follows through with exercising most of the time. And I have three small children, including two-year-old twins, and I have a four-year-old daughter with limited childcare. 
And I'm also going to be starting to train for my first marathon soon. I plan on running that at the beginning of 2021. So it can be done. And I'm just here to say like, girl, you could do it too. So just stick with me. And I'm going to share a couple tips on how you can work on being more consistent with exercising as a mom. So number one, my first suggestion is to work on your mindset. So with this podcast, I'm all about that action and self-care and well-being being a daily practice for us. But I do think it's really important to start out with talking about mindset, even though I'm going to be getting into some practical tips in a little bit. So with mindset, we I just don't think it's good to skip over this because anything you're doing or not doing, I think it's important to recognize that it's going back to your thoughts. So how you're thinking about something is directly connected to your actions. And I always thought... And it's always a thought or thoughts behind why you are not being consistent. So I encourage you to kind of spend some time maybe journaling and writing down your thoughts about exercise. So like, for example, what comes to mind for you when you think about exercise? Like, do you think you hate exercising? How are you thinking about your body? How does exercise relate to that? Are you thinking that you don't have time to work out? Are you thinking it's too hard? I don't have time because I have kids. I just want to point out that all of these thoughts are antithetical to actually being consistent. So if that's how you are approaching exercise and that's how you're thinking about it, that I think has to be addressed first or at least while you are trying to be consistent. And I've thought a lot of these things and I still do think them on some days. Like I've had to unpack and just reject some of the mainstream understandings that I've had about exercises as well. So for example, I used to associate exercise with weight loss. And I used to think like I'm skinny. I don't care. It's fine if I don't exercise. Long distance running is for white people, (laughs) you know, that kind of thing. And I don't really think those thoughts anymore. So now I think of exercising as something that my body needs. Like exercise is something that's required for my well-being. So like my mental, physical, emotional, collective, like well-being exercise required for that. Exercise is a way for me to remove excess energy in my body that makes me feel more anxious. Like working out, even when I don't feel like it, it helps me to feel more energized. Exercise helped me to feel empowered because I know that I'm doing what I can to stay healthy. And these are the mindset shifts that have allowed me to evolve into this person that went from absolutely hating to work out to working out consistently. And really on some days, like I'm kind of thinking like, oh, I'm kind of excited to go for my run because I can just be my myself and listen to my music and just enjoy that process of just being out and moving my body. So I must say like these mindset shifts can help you kind of be a person that can bypass that part of your brain that just wants to lay into bed in the morning and scroll scroll through Instagram (laughs) because that is very real at least for me so I can't stress enough whatever you're thinking about working out right now is probably what is at least on a theoretical level your mindset is probably what is holding you back from working out consistently at least in some capacity 
So just to give you some kind of action items to work on your mindset, I encourage you to journal for maybe five to 10 minutes to discover what it is that you're currently thinking about exercising and working out consistently. And I encourage you like challenge those thoughts, find alternative ways to think about it. And I encourage you to kind of detach exercise from like weight loss or a particular result and just start thinking about exercise as something that your body needs and something that is worth the effort. So my second suggestion, kind of getting into some of the more practical tips that I have, is to start small and easy. So working out for me is an essential part of my well-being plan. And I talk about starting small as well in my free daily self-care plan. And this is where I just kind of go into like some of my self-care practices and when I do them and just kind of laying out for you what a self-care plan could look like that you can kind of shape and use parts of it that you might find helpful. And you can get a free copy of that at herguidedevolution.com forward slash plan. So if you are in a slump and you hate working out, I recommend starting really, really small and really, really easy. So trying to start with a 30 minute or an hour workout when you are going from the couch or just don't feel like doing anything and not really feeling motivated may not be the best approach. At least in my experience, it was not the best approach. You may, if you start out with like a 30 minute workout where you're like lifting weights or doing like intense, like interval training or something like that, you might start to feel like this is too hard. I hate every minute of this. And I think in my experience, at least for me, that can kind of stop me sometimes before I even get started. And that's why I recommend starting really, really small and really, really easy. So I say like choose three days in a row to wake up maybe five to 10 minutes earlier than your kids. And I think it's best to plan this out in advance and plan to do your workouts in the morning to get them out of the way. In my experience, that is really empowering for me, like early in the morning, getting up, working out, because I know like whatever I'm doing later on in the day, like, whew, okay, well, at least today I have started out and I've done my exercise. So I kind of like take that same energy throughout the day with me. So this can look like a couple things. Um, You can start with a five minute walk. You can do a few like yoga poses, or you can set a timer on your phone for five minutes. Like you can cycle through like jumping jacks, sit-ups, crunches, And I think the key here is just to get moving and to be doing something. So when I started long distance running, like I can, I've ended up running 13.1 miles. When I first started, I started with a half a mile and I built up from there. And that half a mile was a little more difficult than I'd like to admit. But I started really small and just kind of worked my way up from there. And I remember like there were times in my 20s when I was trying to exercise consistently I would literally like Chris, he would laugh at me because I would literally do like five, 10 minutes on the exercise bike that we have. And then I would just kind of work my way up gradually to 45 minutes. So you're practicing with this, you're practicing keeping your commitments to yourself. It's not necessarily like I'm trying to work out all the time and I want to be consistent and I want a six pack. No, the idea here is more so like you are working on being consistent with yourself and making a commitment to yourself that I said I was going to do this for three days in a row. It's only going to take me five to 10 minutes. I'm just going to follow through and I'm going to do it. And I will just kind of say like, you might not follow through even if you start with five minutes of exercise and that's okay. Like the key with this is to go back to your mindset, 
or just start another cycle of three days where you plan to do this and just keep trying again. Like just kind of anticipate that you're not going to want to exercise. The time is going to come and you're just going to be like, oh, I really don't feel like doing this. But you're trying to practice like working with that part of your brain that is saying like, I don't want to do these things. I just want to lay in bed for an extra 15 minutes and read like something on Instagram. You're working with that part of your brain. And you're trying to just kind of redirect yourself to Start taking action despite those thoughts. So number three, my third suggestion is to integrate your kids into your workouts. Like I said earlier, like, girl, I get it. Like the last thing you want to do when your kids are sleeping or if you have childcare is working out. You probably want to just sit down somewhere and that is understandable. I just want to validate that. So I get it. Like if you don't necessarily want to wake up early or if you want to get started today, I want to encourage you to think about some ways you can integrate your kids into your workouts. Like, for example, I do yoga with my four-year-old. Like, she stays up a little later after the twins go to bed, and she has her little yoga mat, and, like, that's our mommy-daughter time. And, like, I encourage her. I tell her she's doing a great job. I'll help her with the yoga poses. And sometimes, like, I'll also do yoga with all the kids. And with this, I have to just kind of adjust my expectations. Like, my kids are so young. They are going to be all over the place. They're going to be crawling on me. I know they're going to be grabbing my yoga mat. And that's okay. Like, it's still an opportunity for me to be active and to incorporate them with uh, my exercise as well and showing them how to engage in movement. And I also take my kids for walks when I can. Like, it's harder now because it's summertime in North Carolina and girl is hot. But sometimes I'll take them, like, in the morning or the evening when it's not as hot. And, like, for us, this kind of breaks up the day and gives them something to look forward to. And my kids, they love being outside. So when I go for these walks, like, it's really cool because I'll just set my Apple Watch to record my walk. And this oftentimes will be, like, on my off days from running. So... This is something that I have found to be really helpful. And when you're integrating your kids into your workouts and your exercise regimen, this may look different from you for you. Like, do you like dancing? You may want to dance with your kids. Maybe you can get creative in some other ways. I know my husband, like he does exercise videos and he lifts weights while our kids are eating breakfast and in the high chairs. So my twins are still in the high chairs. They're about to be out of high chairs. And that's going to be like, (sighs) Another thing, but my four-year-old will be sitting at her little table. Twins are in the high chair eating breakfast. My husband will do like a quick like T25 video or something like that. And this also helps because it helps the kids see us being active and taking care of ourselves and valuing our well-being. So it, it also teaches them the importance of making exercise a normal part of your day. So I do encourage you if you don't necessarily like waking up early and you still want to find ways to be active and move your body and exercise consistently, I highly recommend integrating your kids into your workouts. So the last tip I have for you if you are wanting to exercise consistently is to take advantage of the times where you have childcare and the times that you have help. So I know this could be really hard if you have limited childcare. When you do have help, you probably just want to relax or maybe clean your house, put your house back together. But this is valuable, precious time that you can be spending moving your body, giving your body what it needs. 
So it's the summertime, and I'm fortunate that my sister, well, she's actually Chris's sister, my sister-in-law watches the kids for us in the morning. So in the summertime, I'm not teaching. I don't have classes, but I still have research and writing to do. And then I have my kids for the rest of the day. So that means that I have to run in the morning. Any work that I need to get done, I have to do that in the morning. So that means I can't sleep in. I can't waste time scrolling through Instagram even though that is exactly what I want to do. And that's why that mindset piece is so important because that's exactly what my brain wants to do in the morning. When I wake up, I want to grab my phone, scroll through Instagram, maybe get on Twitter, look at the news, read my emails. Like that's what I want to do as soon as I wake up in the morning. But I just don't have that luxury because I have help in the morning and I need to be mindful of how I spend that time. So I anticipate that my brain is going to do this every morning. Like before I go to bed at night, I start thinking like, okay, I know that I'm not going to want to go for this run in the morning. It's going to be hot, probably going to be muggy, but I'm going to take my clothes out. And when my brain starts doing all that in the morning, I'm just going to go for the run anyway. And that's literally how I approach each of my workouts. And to be honest, sometimes I will spend, when I first wake up, I will spend like, 15 minutes scrolling through Instagram but I'll set a timer on my phone and say like okay I really don't feel like getting up right now but I'm going to set a timer for 15 minutes and when that 15 minutes is up I'm going to get out of bed I'm going to put on my workout clothes and I'm going to go for a run and so that's what I'll do so it's like sometimes it's good to just kind of work with your brain like okay like I really don't feel like doing anything so I'm going to give myself a few minutes to get it together so just because you decide to take an extra 15 minutes it doesn't mean that extra 15 minutes has to turn into an extra hour that you could be using to do something that is more in line with the evolution that you have set out for yourself. Even with the working with my brain and setting a timer and saying like, okay, I'll give myself an extra 15 minutes. There are still times where that extra 15 minutes kind of stretches out into 30 minutes and that's okay. Sometimes you are not going to be 100% on it and be able to kind of bypass that part of your brain that wants to give into that instant gratification of resting or chilling and relaxing and you're not going to want to work out and that's fine. That's why I try to approach my well-being journey as just that, a journey. Like there are going to be times where I am more focused than other times and there are going to be times where I just kind of need to give myself that space to get it together. So it's all about being gentle with yourself, watching your mindset, starting small and easy with your workouts, integrating your kids into your workouts and taking advantage of those times you have childcare. It's all a process. It all takes time. Sometimes you'll be more on it than others. But the most important thing is that you stay committed to the process and you stay committed to the journey. So for this week's introspection, I have been sitting with this idea of joy So it's 2020 and the world is a very scary place. But one thing that has been helping me is I have been very intentional about seeking out activities that bring me joy. And one of the things that has been bringing me joy lately is this podcast. So I love creating content. I am a former freelance web designer. So designing the website has been a lot of fun. Just putting together my brand colors, refining my message, And it gives me an opportunity to be creative and to harness 
like my knowledge, what I've learned, what I'm really passionate about as far as like black women's well-being. And it allows me to come here every week and share this information with you all. So that is something that has been bringing me a lot of joy lately. And also my academic research as a scholar like brings me a lot of joy. Right now I'm working on a qualitative research project where I am interviewing black women long distance runners. And when I tell you that this project has been so inspiring for me, a lot of the interviews took place during um, the spring semester, which was March 2020, March, April 2020. And of course, that's when everything with the coronavirus really kind of started picking up steam within the United States. And so very stressful time. But one of the things that really helped me through was being able to conduct these interviews and learn from like these incredible women. Like some of them have ran like 40 half marathons and marathons all around the country. And just having these conversations like with black women who are like this focused and just so intentional about their well-being and the sport was just really inspiring for me. And those are the things like my research, this podcast, like those are the things that help me feel like inspired and grounded and creative. And that's what I want to leave you with. What in your life brings you joy? What is an activity that you may not be doing consistently right now? A hobby that you might have just kind of let fall by the wayside? What's something that brings you joy? What is something that makes you feel like, you know what, when I wake up in the morning, I can look forward to this part of my day. So I just want to encourage you to be very intentional about joy and finding joy in your life and finding activities that help you to feel like you are evolving into your best self. So that's all for this week. In next week's episode, I'm going to be sharing some tips about how you can be more patient when you are with your kids. So of course, I have three small children, two-year-old twins and a four-year-old daughter. So I have a very action-packed time with my kids and it kind of requires that I do a little forward thinking deep breathing staying in the moment and kind of processing my emotions and I want to share some of that with you all to give you some tips just in case you may need it so that's all for this week take care and be well thanks so much for listening to her guided evolution don't forget to grab my free daily self-care plan, a guide that outlines exactly what you can do in the morning, afternoon, and evening to support your well-being. You can grab the guide at herguidedevolution.com forward slash plan. Once you sign up, I'll also send you free weekly emails to help you stay inspired and motivated on your well-being journey. Take care and I'll talk to you next week.